G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Over 40 live Saturday evening race meetings a year. Clifford Park Racecourse. This is The Punters, Mate, on SEN. And Friday morning rolls around yet again. The punters mate with Mark Braybrook and Chris Nelson. Chris, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Mark. It's been a wet old week. Well, Tip, and congratulations, you tipped the card at Ipswich on Wednesday. Well done. That's okay. Thanks for uh, thanks for mentioning it. Yeah, mm. I would have had they not have. Well, no, you did. Well, one I did race, tip the one card. Let's just leave it at ben that. Ben Thompson, yeah, raised the one winner, that. so he's ridden the card. Yeah, but it's been a wet old week, and um, well, it's been humid. That's for sure. We haven't had a lot of rain until yesterday, but. Gee whiz, there was some humidity in the air, wasn't there? There was on Wednesday. Unusually humid was the forecast from the Weather Bureau. <laughs> Oppressive was the other word. Yeah, I think it was a little bit more than that. But racing today, um, there's only the trots uh, at Redcliffe today. Um, oh, that's yesterday. What no, am I no, looking no, at? No, today, no. Cairns, Sunny Coast, tonight. Looking at yesterday's results, still looking back at uh, the Group 1 last night at Albion Park. Yes. Uh, Albion Park has got the trots again in Ipswich and Townsville, the Greyhounds. Tomorrow, Toomban, Aquas Park, Gold Coast, Emerald, Toowoomba and Dolby, Harness Racing at Albion Park, Greyhounds at Ipswich, Racing against the Sunny Coast on Sunday, and Albion Park and Capalaba. Not as yet. No, and I today, wouldn't have thought so. Don't forget today, Cairns and the Sunny Coast. I said that. Did you say that? Yeah, I, I did. You said that. Yeah, I did. Um, and the Sunny Coast today, uh, tonight, or this afternoon and this evening, um, <laughs> the first race is on the poly track. First race on the poly, the remaining five on the grass, which is a heavy nine, as is Doombin at this stage for tomorrow. Plenty of sunshine around, though, in southeast Queensland yeah. and uh, only, you know, some showers potentially forecast. So I think we might get down. I'm not sure that it'll get down to, you know, a soft five, but no, maybe a soft seven would be. Oh, yeah, I think we could get to a soft seven yeah. if we don't get any more rain. There's no more rain forecast in Brisbane, I don't think. It's certainly not over the weekend. Uh, and when I came in this morning about an hour ago, there wasn't a cloud in the sky. It was beautiful out there, mm. about 24 degrees. Yep. Now. Your highlights from the week. What are your top three highlights from the what week? What top three highlights all come from last Saturday? And number one has to go to young jockey who we've spoken to on the show and is in cracking form at the moment, and that's Kyle Wilson-Taylor. Now, he rode uh, Profit to victory in race number seven at the Sunshine Coast last week. Profit is part owned by our good friend Scott Cross. Did you know that? Oh, no, I didn't know. Yeah, Scott Cross is a part owner of Profit. Uh, he kept that quiet He did. Me. That horse, we know him, he's very one-dimensional. He sits at the back of the field. He needs pace on up front. He needs them all to stop so he can run past them. Now, that race wasn't going to pan out that way for him. So Kyle Wilson-Taylor took off well before the home turn, and he made them all start to work in front. And that run, he just sustained that run on profit right to the line and got him home, and he won by two and nearly two and a half lengths. That ride won the race. So Gold medal performance, Kyle Wilson-Taylor. He's riding winner after winner at the moment, and I believe his uh, uh, apprenticeship has been transferred over to Kelly Schweder. So he's riding for Kelly Schweder now, which is great. Uh, Tony Gollan trained a treble. Nothing new there, but it was a very good performance. Uh, his three winners being Nidor, Shamrock, Lou, and, of course, Mass Destruction winning the last race. And one of those uh, horses, Nidorp, the mare, trained by Tony Gollan, comes in at number three because of the, uh, the ride of Sam Collett. Now, this horse... I think she was pegged as ready for the breeding barn. We wouldn't see her uh, too many more times, and we probably won't, but she hadn't won for quite some time. She was a $10 chance. She was the uh, third ruffie in the field, 
Sam Collett managed to get her home, and that was a very good performance. She only won by a nostril, but she did a great job in driving her to the line. So well done to Sam Collett, who's really making her mark in southeast Queensland. Yep, and uh, getting plenty of rides, but also yeah. uh, clocking up plenty of kilometres as well. Which which she said when we spoke to her, she doesn't mind travelling. She'll go anywhere for a ride, and that's been the case. That's what she's been doing. Uh, the Candyman, one of uh, yeah. the favourites. I think greys are always favourite, particularly such a striking grey as the Candyman. Uh, yeah. Has been retired. Yeah, he has. Look, he's had his issues over time now. He had a massive operation as a younger horse on his jaw, and he was out for quite some time. Really, really a tough operation, that one. The owners put in a lot of money to keep him going at that stage, and they got rewarded. He did win some good races. He's been sort of in and out of the injury barn a bit over the last couple of seasons, so they've pulled the pin, which is good. Uh, there is some talk he'll end up being a clerk of the course at one of the uh, the city courses, Dooman or Eagle Farm, and I hope that's the case. Uh, because he's been a really popular horse, as we say. And uh, to uh, Barry Baldwin, his trainer's done a great job with him. It'd be sad for Barry, but uh, onward and upwards. Now, we also mentioned, um, uh, I think last week, or certainly during the week, that Brian Guy is announcing his reti- has announced his retirement. So um, there's a retirement of the Candyman, the retirement of Brian Guy yeah. as well, and Glenn Thornton will pick up a few of his horses. Yeah, and just a couple of, or uh, one in particular, a horse that... Um, I thought would run really well in the uh, Magic Billions, Golden Artie. He did run well, and I think he'll be a horse worth following. Of course, he was with Brian Guy. He probably goes back to Hong Kong. He's owned by uh, Hong Kong owners. Uh, so I'd say he'll do his future racing there. But, uh, yeah, as you say, most of those uh, Brian Guy horses will end up with Glenn Thornton, which is great. Now, you've got some updates on a couple of uh, – Star Tontes you got an update on? Well, Star Tontes uh, will go to the Light Fingers in Sydney on Saturday week. Uh, his first start run or her first start run at the Sunshine Coast was a good one last week. She was caught on that worst part of the track near the inside. She probably hit the front too early. It's not her usual pattern. Uh, and she was run down. She'll take a lot of benefit from that. And we own a smart one who is disappointing uh, – some of to some he was to others uh, we sort of expected he wouldn't measure up to that company. He'll be going around again in three and a half weeks or so. They're going to continue on with his preparation. So there you go. Now I know it's not Queensland racing, but uh, good news on Damien Oliver, who was taken to Warrnambool Hospital yesterday, and yeah. uh, X-rays have cleared him of any serious injury. He won't ride tonight at Mooney Valley, and Caulfield is questionable tomorrow. But the good news is that uh, he will make a full recovery. Uh, something happened in the barrier stalls. I didn't see the race. I didn't see it either. No, yeah. but I did hear about it. Yeah, yeah. taken to Warrnambool Hospital, but he's okay. And the other one there too is Jasmine Cornish, who's been riding really well up here of late, especially at. Toowoomba and some of these other tracks. She suffered a fall, uh, I think it was last weekend, but she'll be back, I think, in the next week or so. Well, that's good news. Now to the Greyhounds. Last night, Luke Gatehouse, who will have on the program if he's awake uh, oh, a little bit later this morning. Night. Well, he probably hasn't gone to bed. Group one, group three, Midnight All Tribute Band playing. Oh, were they? Oh, yeah, but they weren't playing because Luke actually set out the set list and I was very disappointed with his set list. So, Did he um, get up on stage and try and do no, a No, no, I don't know. We'll find out, but he might still be asleep. But anyway, Jungle Juice. Took out the Group 1 yep. Gold Bullion, a $280,000 race. Yeah, $300,000 race. I think 200000 to the winner. Luke will confirm that. But, yeah, he's an absolute uh, marvel at that track uh, at Albion Park. I think that's his second Group 1 this season. It could even be more. Luke will tell us that. But, yeah, I watched that race, and it was very exciting. I noticed the second dog, number one, I'll have to ask Luke, uh, it looked to be a big chance but just ran into a bit of trouble before the turn. So may have been a good thing beaten, Mark. I'll say if you want to start a follow fold or forgive no, on the Greyhounds. I sir. certainly don't. <laughs> yeah. Now, to Harness Racing, there's been a prize money boost for the Constellation. It's, it's When we spoke to David Brick a couple of weeks ago, he did say there'd be further announcements down the track. Um, the Blacks are fake, goes from two hundred dollars to $350,000. The Rising Sun from two hundred fifty dollars to three hundred, dollars And the Sunshine Sprint 
from 100 to 150, but the Rising Sun also includes a bonus, a $100,000 bonus for a three-year-old winner. Yeah. How good is that? We had yeah. we had increases last week, so this is on top of what we had last week. Yeah, so um, big times yeah. and happy times for all those involved in harness racing the, with uh, the increase in the prize money, but also a number of races, uh, increase in stature of races and upgrading to group ones, et cetera. So it's going to be a, a big winter of harness racing. It's just great money. I mean, as we spoke about the Greyhound, some of these, uh, these prize pools and the prize money available on these Greyhound races is enormous. Now on the program today, we'll uh, very shortly catch up with Carl Zechner. We spoke about Carl, was it last week or the week before? South African yeah. jockey who spent some time in Adelaide yes. is now making uh, Southeast Queensland his home. So we'll find out about that move and uh, we'll speak to him very shortly. We'll also, as a mentioned chat with Luke Gatehouse and Matty Hoisted, uh, who was Steve O'Day last week with Scalapini, Scalapini winning the, the yep. Sunshine Coast Cup. Yep. Boris just edging out Steph yes. in that to finish. It was a good ride from Steph, but just not quite good enough. Zool, that, who just yeah. couldn't quite get there. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Uh, good family, Quinella, that one. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. We will take a break here on The Punters, mate. Other side of the break, we'll come back and speak with jockey Carl Zickner. Live Saturday evening race meetings a year. Clifford Park Racecourse. This is the Punters, mate, on SEN. With Mark Braybrook and Chris Nelson on this Friday morning, Queensland is racing. The action continues this week right across the Sunshine State from Cairns in the north to Aquas Park Gold Coast in the south. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Very special guest joining us this morning, a man that uh, started his career in South Africa, then found his way to Adelaide, and then after spending some time in Adelaide, he realised that the Sunshine State (laughs) is the place to be. And he is here picking up some rides and hopefully enjoying himself. Carl Zechner, I'm talking about uh, champion jockey who joins us now. Morning, Carl. How are you? Good in yourself. Morning. Welcome. How are you finding life in southeast Queensland? Finding it very, very warming and um, welcoming. I'm really enjoying it, and uh, yeah, I just can't wait to get started. How did how did you go with the humidity this week, Carl? <laughs> um, yeah, it was pretty hectic, um, but um, I enjoyed it. Um, very similar to back home, so um, yeah, didn't really take much to sort of adjust to it. Why? Now basing yourself in southeast Queensland, Carl, what was the uh, the the reason behind moving from Adelaide to South Australia, for, uh, from Adelaide to Queensland, first of all? Well, well, the thing is that um, I sort of had to go to Ad, um, Adelaide first, um, just visa requirements, and then, um, look, it just made sense because family is in Brisbane, um, okay. and... Um, yeah, so I got two two small kids, and um, I think family's probably the best, most important thing. So it was a bit of a tough tough decision to do um, at the time, but I thought it had to be done um, when it had to be done. Are you saying that you had to? Just, I might be wrong here, but part of your visa conditions was you had to go move to Adelaide before you could get to Brisbane. Is that what you're saying? Yes, yes. I had to sort of go to Adelaide first, um, um, just on the visa requirement, and then um, and then I decided, well, um, yeah, family has to come first. All righty. Now, what was the reason for leaving South Africa in the first place? Um, well, the racing probably 
wasn't doing as well um, as it has been. Um, and uh, it's just probably taken a toll. And, yeah, I just thought maybe for for future, um, for the kids um, mainly, I think, um, for the kids it's probably, um, Australia's probably the, the, the place to sort of they, they can sort of kick kickstart their life and um, hopefully things can be, you know, very, very good in Australia. How have you found the racing, um, Carl? Is it, it a different style of racing in Australia to in South Africa? Totally, um, I think, in my opinion. Um, it, it took very long for me to sort of adjust um, and it sort of took a toll when, when I sort of couldn't understand it. Um, but then once it sort of um, clicked, um, yeah, you could see after a few few months uh, the results showed. Now, Mitch, yeah. Spe- Mitch Spears is uh, is your manager. He's obviously looking after your rides. Are you the sort of jockey though that likes to do your own form, goes through the videos and all that sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, look, Mitch has um, done a fantastic job so far. Um, yeah, I, I like to go through through it myself um, and sort of do my own form. Um, I've, I've always done it that way, and I find it successful that way. Now you've you've got a good record in uh, in majors in South Africa. You're a three time Group One winner. You're a five time Group Two winner, and you've won three times at Group Three level. That's the stats I found online. I might be wrong on some of those, but have you got a preference for, for sprint races or uh, do you like the distance races? Um, I would I would say probably mile mile to two thousand is probably where you sort of get into a good rhythm and you know you, everything's mapped out. So um, I've probably done well throughout throughout miles to the sprints, but yeah, probably prefer the, the long long trips. Now you've got some rides tomorrow at Eccles Park at the Gold Coast. Um, we have meetings all around southeast Queensland. Are you a traveller, Carl? Are you prepared to to get in the car and visit uh, Gatton and Kilcoy and Warwick and up to the sunny coast and some other tracks around southeast Queensland? Yeah, look, uh, in Adelaide, I, I did a, quite a quite a bit of travelling, so I'm not, you know, not afraid to travel. Um, so, you know, if, it, if that's where it takes me, I'm prepared to do that. Now, looking at your rides tomorrow and the trainers that you're riding for, I'm guessing that you're doing a bit of track work at Eagle Farm. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> um, do, quite, do quite a bit, quite a bit there um, in the mornings, and then. Well, this morning I ended up um, going to the Gold Coast and um, trying to do some work at the Gold Coast. So just, um, yeah, spreading myself out. And you're getting you're getting good support from these local trainers. Yeah, um, I have. Um, you know, like it's not it's not easy um, once you you know coming from the outside. Um, but yeah, I think so far it's gone gone well. It's amazing what a couple of winners will do, Carl. You'll be on everyone's radar after you uh, ride a few winners. There's no doubt about that. Success breeds success, uh, that, that's for sure. Now, the Gold Coast, is, as Mark said, you're riding at Aquas Park Gold Coast tomorrow. Uh, you said you were down there for track work this morning. Uh, what do you think of the track down there? Yeah, look, um, it, looked, it looked a bit, you know, tight, a yep. tight course. Um, and um, I think... Uh, I'm pretty used to tight tracks um, from coming from Adelaide, so um, 
yeah, it's not as big as it does look on on when you watch it. Um, so I'll have to get out there and sort of walk it tomorrow. Well, Carl, thanks very much for your time this morning, mate. Welcome to South East Queensland. Welcome to Brisbane. And uh, we will follow you with interest and hopefully chat again down the track as you settle in and ride some more winners. Thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me on. Good thanks, on you, Carl. mate. Carl's looking there. And uh, it's a big move, isn't it? Not only oh. to move countries, but also then to settle in a spot and know that your family has to be elsewhere and then to move from Adelaide up to South East Queensland. And he seems to have... Settled in well. Plenty of rides tomorrow on the Gold Coast. Yeah, he's getting good support. I mean, he's riding for Barry Lockwood in two races, Rob Heathcote, Les mm. Ross. So that's good to see. We'll take a break here on the punters, mate. Follow, fold or forgive follows. And that is all for Queensland Racing. The action continues right across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Over 40 live Saturday evening race meetings a year. Clifford Park Racecourse. This is the punters, mate, on SEN. And if it's the punters, mate, it means it's Friday morning. Mark Braybrook and Chris Nelson. Queensland is racing. The action continues right across the Sunshine State this week. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Because we still have two guests in the program, Matty Hoisted coming up after the news, which is not far away. Yep. And if we can wake him, Luke Gatehouse, to wrap up last night's Group 1 meeting at uh, Albion Park. Follow, fold or forgive a little bit earlier today. Let's start with Allura. Laura Enzo from the – and I'll ask uh, – and I'll ask – Hang on, I thought they were two separate horses. No, they're not. No, Alora and then Enzo. No, Alora Enzo. Trained by Matt Hoisted and Steve O'Day, so we'll get oh. a bit of a run now. See what uh, Matty thinks what? compared yeah. to my opinion here. I'm saying this horse has been a pin-up horse for the bookmakers because he keeps going around at short odds and he keeps getting beaten. What I think is he needs 1,600 metres. He got beaten again at Grafton on Tuesday at 1,400. You could see him at the end. He was surging late. He needs further. I'd be interested to see what Matty says after the news. But I think if he gets to a mile, he can finally win. So follow. Follow. Oh, right over. At a mile. Okay. Not at 1,400, not okay. at 1,200, a mile. Alora Enzo. So that's one horse. Now, <laughs> Mushiali. Mushiali from the Sunshine Coast last Saturday was a horror watch. Uh, for most of us, who thought he was a good chance of winning. Ben Thompson just unfortunately ran into a stack of uh, backsides and roadblocks and all sorts of things. So couldn't get him to the outside until all too late, and then he ran on well. Now, he's been up a little while. I'm not sure if he's gone to the uh, spelling paddock, or we will see him again. But uh, Mushiali is certainly worth following, whether it be in the next few weeks or whether it be after a spell. So Mushiali uh, well, probably goes in the forgive file, Mark. Okay, so yep. that's a forgive. And Jessui Bell. This has uh, got the flashing red lights all over it. This mare from the Mark Curry stable. She was flying last prep. She had a break. She resumed at the Sunshine Coast last Saturday. She ran second to Needorp, and she was beating an eyelash on the line. Oh, I thought she might take a run first up and be better for it. If that's the case, she's going to be very hard to beat last time. She is the big, big follow. Big, big, big follow. Big, follow. She'll well, be winning multiple races this campaign. Well, Jessui Bell. Garibaldi. Uh, he's, I saw him in a trial the other week, so he hasn't gone for a break at all. So he's, uh, he's still around the mark. Where he's going to turn up, I have no idea. Maybe to be Sydney. Maybe he'll head down for something down there. We'll have to ask Tony Goller next time we talk to him. April and Augusta? Still out in the paddock with okay. those weak shins. Okay, well, I have no update on the nine that I own. Um, I lose. I saw one of them. yours. Um, the big goodbye, I think, is back in work. Oh, okay. Yeah, so look well, out for that. our managing director... 
Yeah. Ian Healy has given us diddly yeah. squat. He needs to get out to the track and well, see what's going on. Well, he's taken his managing director fees out of our $9 yeah. of prize money. I expect <laughs> to be updated if the big goodbye is coming back. Yes, could be a scheme going there. We might have to get him on. And uh, Anyway, right. Okay, so the big goodbye. You're updating me on one of my horses. Yes. Yes. There you go. So right I'll keep an eye out for the others if you give me a list of them. We, well, I've got to find – we'll speak to Heels and get a list. I'll do that. We'll take a break. News is next. Other side of the news, we'll chat with Matt Hoisted along with Steve O'Day, trained the winner of the Sunshine Coast Cup last Saturday afternoon. This is The Punter's Mate. Over 40 live Saturday evening race meetings a year. Clifford Park Racecourse. This is The Punter's Mate on SEN. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Mark Braybrook and Chris Nelson on this Friday morning. Well, it was a big Saturday afternoon at the sunny coast last week with the Sunshine Coast Cup. And Scalapini held on to win. Matt Hoisted, Steve O'Day, very, very happy. Well, Steve was anyway because he put his melon on the TV. I don't know what happened to Matt. He's online now. Morning, mate. How are you? Yeah, very well, boys. How Mate, you going? Where were you? Well, what happened there? I'm watching. I'm thinking, oh, Matt's going to get him on be interviewed, and there was a mad scramble to get Steve. What what goes on there? Yeah, so I uh, I had the day off. My my beautiful wife, unfortunately, was feeling a little bit ill. She copped a little bit of gastro, and um, oh. yeah, unfortunately, wasn't wasn't well. So father duties had to come first on Saturday morning. So uh, yeah, I was um, yeah watch it watch it comfortably on the couch at home, and it's uh, it's got a there's a fair bit of fair bit of screaming going on in the household, but um, no, look, it was a it was a great result. Great uh, to see the old boy, old boy, pick that race up again. Yeah, well, I hope the wife's uh, feeling a bit better this week. So that's it. I, I just was worried for you, mate. I thought that Steve might have given you the elbow and move out of the way. I'll take the glory. Yeah, I'll take the big races. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you do the hard yards. You do the hard yards yeah, with me and Chris, and he gets on the TV. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matty. Um, we have a segment on this show called Follow, Fold and Forgive. And now I've just uh, run through that segment before the news. Now, Alora Enzo is a horse that I've put in the uh, the follow file. Now, people think I've got rocks in my head because he keeps getting beaten as a short-priced favourite. But I've put a disclaimer on it that he needs to get to 1,600 metres. Do you agree? Yes, definitely. Look, he's he's a, he's a full brother to Riadini, actually. Um, obviously, the horse, the New Zealand horse that now has this Gay, Gay Waterhouse, obviously he's got really good form up to the mile and he's always given that indication that he you know, he, he just lacks that, that turn of foot sort yeah. of over those shorter courses, 12 and 1400s, but he's just been a, he's, he's been a horse that's just taken a long time, he's a very much a hard going, he's going to be, be quite aggressive early doors and so he's taken a fair bit of you know teaching, of getting him to settle and, and doing all of that and, and we're sort of at that stage now, look I think we've just got to put a complete line through that run at, at Graft and there, look he he obviously was on a nine-day backup, which wasn't ideal, but it was, a, it was a sort of suitable race, and we were going down there, and obviously it was very hot down there. And just to travel down on a on a sort of quick backup, everything just sort of went pear-shaped. Um, but look, he'll he'll just have a little bit of a freshen up now for for a week at the beach with Billy Healy, and come back, and we'll find a find a maiden for him over a mile. And yeah, I, he's obviously starting to run out of chances with the punters. He's, he's definitely the bookie's pal, but um, <laughs> is. Look, I'm sure he's he's definitely got the got the ability, and I think. You know, we sort of get him over this this last run, and, and with the blinkers back on, going up to the mile, we can see him be a bit more positive and be be right up on speed. And I'm sure there's a, a win not too far away from him. Well, he was only beaten just over two lengths, and and you could see on the line he was really starting to surge, yeah. wasn't he? 
Yeah, and just had no had no card into the race yeah. at all. Look, obviously the horse of Michael Michael Costa that obviously went past him and ran second, but you know was able to get the drag up on our back, and you know he's had to do all of that from, you know obviously got ended up getting into a, a nice position. We had to get rolling early, and just it just the, the race just didn't map well for no. him unfortunately, and you know he was a you know a bit of a bit of a victim unfortunately, but I think you know just all the circumstances around that, the quick backup, the, it was a really hot day. I think we can we can definitely forgive him this time, but. Um, yeah, once we get him up to a mile, hopefully draw a softer gate, and as I said, be right up on speed. I'm, I'm sure he's, he's knocking on the door and not far away from a win. The uh, the day wasn't a loss, though. You had a win with uh, Vandini as well. And then you went to uh, Ipswich on Wednesday and trained the card. <laughs> yeah, that's it. One, one for the resume, isn't it? Um, no, it was good. I'm so glad glad we're able to get that race race out of the way. It was a bit bit, bit wild there once the, that storm sort of hit. But yeah. uh, no, two really nice Van Coovers there. Vandini, obviously... Uh, one down the grass, and he's a, a horse that been had absolutely no luck his first two two starts, and um, you know really appreciated getting out to the seventeen hundred. And he's a you know, he's a really nice horse once he's gone for a break now, and he'll he'll come back you know bigger and stronger. And once we can get him up and you know even up over sort of ten furlongs, he'll really come into his own. So he's a he's a nice progressive stayer, and then very similar to Canadian Dancer on Wednesday. Um, obviously, he didn't have much luck at first racing preparation no. with two two seconds, and looked a good thing uh, there, and and you know. Thankfully, was look she was able to buy great you know, barriers win races and you know she was able to get a great run from by Ben Thompson there and um, look she's a, she's a really smart filly that that one and she's only going to continue to improve once we step her out in, in trip as well. Where do we go with Scalapini now? Down to Sydney? Uh, no, no, so he's in the paddock now. So okay. he, he just we called up Stunk. Just his, his rating makes things a little bit tricky for him now. So he'll he'll come back and, and come back in a, on a. Uh, winter carnival preparation. Look, obviously, a few other softer races. His rating probably says we, we sort of aim him at a at a sort of Stradbroke. He's probably not quite up to that sort of grade, but he's um, you know a lot of those lead up races around that he'll be he'll be sort of aimed at and, and see how he's going. And if he's you know competitive in all of those, we may see him bob up in a Stradbroke. But um, you know he's, the old boy's going is going as good as ever, and um, you know he's only had a light prep, so he, he should um, you know have a, have a only have a couple of weeks now and be back and. Um, yeah, really looking forward to getting back in the stable. A couple of uh, interesting runners from the stable tomorrow. Isis Carmella, which is one you picked up from uh, North Queensland, and Rich Lister in race six, who's first up. I thought that was a winnable race if uh, if forward enough. Yeah, agreed. Look, I think she definitely is. Look, probably historically, she probably form reads that she definitely improves with her run. But I think this is as forward as we had her, even just to the eye. She, she's a big, strong girl, but she, she's probably as forward as I think we've had her going into her first up run. Um, she had a jump out prior to that Deegan trial where she was obviously fantastic at, at Deegan there, um, you know, finishing just in front of Garibaldi. Look, obviously had a, a Georgie Holt's young apprentice on her, so she, you know, probably the thing to remember is she, she uh, had absolutely no weight on her back that day, but she still sat wide and, you know, pulled clear and was really good through the line and she, she's probably going as good as this, this filly's ever gone. She's always, um, you know, shown us really nice ability from, from day dot really and just been a little bit of a work in progress and she's probably matured now and you see this is definitely a winnable race for her. We just want this, this track to dry out a bit before there. She's, she's one that really doesn't doesn't appreciate sticking out when she ran. Kyle Wilson-Taylor wrote her first up at, at Ipswich, I think it was, um, or maybe off a fresh and sort of last preparation. She really struggled in that, that sort of ground. So we want to see this, this track improving, but in 27 today and 27 tomorrow, you'd, you'd expect that to improve a fair bit. And if we can get on a, on a nice surface, she's, she's definitely going to be riding this with, with no weight on her back. Buying time. Now, I haven't checked the scratchings for the Sunshine Coast tonight. Is buying time still a runner? Yes, he is. Yep. Very impressive, I thought, winning mm. on debut. 
Yeah, he is. Look, he's a he's a really nice deep field gelding. He spoke. He's he's always he actually come up and was doing all his work with Uncle and James early on in the piece, and there there probably wasn't a hell of a lot you know between them on ability wise. He just he's just been very mentally mature. This bloke and. Um, he still isn't the complete package you saw even on debut. Once he sort of hit the front, he sort of wanted to lug in and, and still do a few things wrong. So he's, um, but he's he's improved out of that. He's had a, had a little skin at Billy Healy's on the back of that, and obviously his trial beating Night Mariner was fantastic at, at Deegan. Um, I can't be any happier with him. My little reservation tonight is just uh, one: if, if Barrier One is going to be a hindrance, obviously we're going to wanting to get off the rail there. The rail's obviously out four metres tonight, but they're probably going to be wanting to get out even further. Um, and just with his, his tendency of wanting to do things wrong, he has a tendency sort of when he gets outside horses to want to lay in. So whether he's, that's going to mean he's going to end up in inferior ground is a question, um, but he's a, he's a highly promising horse, but he, he's still definitely six months away mentally. Um, so, look, it's going to be a, a really good test for him tonight. He, could, he can um, get it done tonight and beating a field that's you know, a couple of handy ones in it. Um, look, he's, he's definitely one to follow in the future. Matt, thanks very much for your time, mate. Congratulations on uh, that uh, Cup win last weekend and good luck over the weekend, and we'll chat again soon. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks Matt. Matt Hoisted there, who, along with Steve O'Day, uh, Scalapini taking up the Sunshine Coast Cup last weekend. We better take a break here on the punters, mate, and other side of the break... Hopefully, the boss of the Brisbane Greyhound Racing Club will be along to tell us how Midnight All Tribute Band went last night, but maybe more importantly, the Group 1 and whether he got his uh, CEO's cut of stake that he uh, set aside for a big night of Group 1 racing at Albion Park last night where Jungle Juice took out the gold bullion. This is The Punters Mate on a Friday morning. Over 40 live Saturday evening race meetings a year. Clifford Park Racecourse. This is The Punters, mate, on SEN. And it's all thanks to Racing Queensland. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Well, he was awake. He's had a huge <laughs> night. He hasn't it gone was, to bed. It was a, well, now he said he had gone to bed. A huge night. Gold bullion, group one, jungle juice, got the money. Luke Gatehouse, good morning to you. You there, Luke? Oh, put it you said he was awake. You there, Luke? <laughs> I'm awake. There. there you go. Finally, it <laughs> works. Here. Well, mate, how are you? I'm just outstanding, boys. <laughs> it's great to join you on a Friday night after a Group One Thursday, where we uh, we were in doubt right up until the running of the first race last night, with uh, the amount of rain that just kept sweeping through Albion Park. And uh, credit to my track staff for. For keeping their cool and making sure we got there. Were you just sitting in your executive suite there, looking at the computer and that radar, as I was uh, at home, just thinking, yeah, it's going to hit any minute, any minute. It just kept coming across and across and across, and then bang, right when you didn't want it. Well, let's just say there was uh, a bit of work that needed to be done on my shoes this morning. Because <laughs> uh, a good captain leads from the front in that sort of condition, and uh, yeah, we, we walked the track several times and uh, just kept going. And, uh, yeah, I um, had a bit of cramp this morning, feeling feeling my age. <laughs> well, mate, uh, the gold bullion was the group one. It was a big night. We also had the gold cup, the group three, which was a terrific race as well. Um, but Jungle Juice was just too good. Look, he's just gone to another level over the, the last six months. You know, he came up and, and won the, the Flying Army Classic and the the... Origin match race up here during winter, and he's come back and he won the 
the Group 2 Golden Sands over 600, then went to Sydney, won the Group 1 Pause of Thunder, and it's come back to Albion Park and won the Group 1 Gold Bullion. So in his last six starts, he's competed in and won uh, three group races, which is, is just amazing. And the win last night, uh, he posied up as we thought he would behind the early lead of Louis Rumble, and once he did, uh, it was all over. And, you know, the inside boxes in those big finals mean a lot, and you can see that with uh, two, one, three, four filling the first four placings. And yeah, he's he's just a superstar and great owners, really nice people. Uh, Clay Mawson, Brian Jaggers, uh, they celebrated until the early hours last night. They actually, uh, we lost the gold bullion. We have a, a one ounce piece of gold that's in the trophy. It's worth about three thousand dollars, and uh, they were at our barbecue after the last race and discovered that the uh, the piece of gold had been knocked off the trophy. So when, <laughs> when you say no, when, when you say knocked off, you don't mean stolen. You mean just inadvertently no. bumped. <laughs> yes, uh, they left it in the hands of one of their friends who oh. uh, obviously enjoyed the hospitality of the Brisbane Greyhound Racing Club just a little bit too much, so, uh, and he will no longer be in charge of trophy. Did you find it? Our tote manager uh, was there when we discovered it was lost and she walked down the stairs from our office and saw this shining, glittering thing on the ground at the bottom of the stairs and brought it back up. Wow. It was one of the most amazing things. Like, it's not a very big piece, uh, but it's worth a lot of money and, uh, yeah, some friendships were probably saved at half uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, past 11 last night. Would have taken the gloss a little bit off. Uh, 200000 for the, the winner. It's a massive, you know, the race is worth... Just over two hundred and eighty-seven, so it's a, it's a huge night and it's a huge amount of money for you know a wonderful greyhound. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, the greyhound. I think in his last six starts, he's won four hundred and something thousand mm. in those group races. Wow. Uh, and you know, it's good to see nice people winning big races and very humble. Ray Ray Smith, affectionately known as Jackie, he comes from Forbes, so he's a a good country man from New South Wales. He drives up on the day with the dogs and and then drives on home and he's he's got a very dry sense of humour and uh, always always good to be around. So, you know, a big greyhound, thirty four point seven kilos and, and he uses that uh, to put himself into races. He uh, he barges his way through and, and he doesn't let anything else uh, beat him home these days. So what would be on the uh, the radar for him group one wise now going forward? Yeah, he'll go to the Rookie Rebel, which is an invitation race at the Meadows. I think it's the 13th, the weekend of the 13th of February, so next weekend. Uh, that's over 600 metres. And, yeah, he'll be uh, a very, very warm favourite to take that one out as well. Now, just before we let you go, it was a thrilling finish to the Gold Cup, the Group 3, and we, the people, in a photo, took home the prize. Yeah, was, we, we threw all the speed maps out the door when... Uh, when I catch and jump to the front from the inside, and the other the other leader, Gypsy Warren, fell on the first turn. She got up and chased the field home, but she was out of business from there. So just throw all uh, speed maps out the door. Next bail then got to the lead as we expected she would, but we the people had posied up in, in third or fourth place, and the strong greyhounds in what was pretty heavy going at that stage of the night just wore next bail down right on the line to win by neck. Yeah, it was a terrific finish, and uh, the difference between first and second is only seventy-five grand. And what was it? Yeah. 
just almost like a, a knows the difference between the two. The triumph and the ecstasy and the, the disappointment is what sport is all about. And it was a terrific finish. Um, just finally, mate, how was the Midnight Old Tribute Band? Did they get to play or was, did the rain cause a problem? No, the, the band and the, and the uh, laser and light show were the only two certainties during the course of the day. They would have gone, <laughs> gone ahead, rain, hail or shine. And, uh, yeah, they finished off with Beds of Burning as the, the final song with uh, plenty of fire and uh, light. So the crowd were... And I was surprised by the number of people we got. Uh, early on, I think people were holding back to see whether we were going to race. But once we started racing, the crowd really came in, which was, was pleasing because uh, we have copped a bit with COVID in the last mm. few weeks and, and a bit of bad weather. But uh, yeah, there's a big crowd in the grandstand for the, the Midnight Oil Show and it uh, popped off a beautiful carnal for us all. Well, mate, I'll let you put the feet up and maybe uh, go and find yourself a new pair of shoes and we'll uh, have you back with Patton Heels next Thursday morning. Thanks, guys. Great talking to you. Good Thanks, on you, mate. Luke Gatehouse there from the Brisbane Greyhound Racing Club. And, uh, yeah, big night, Group 1. Uh, and How about that? $100,000 for the winner of the Gold Cup $25,000 for second, and there was a quarter of a length, 0.25 of a length difference between the time, 42.43 for the winner, 42.45. Wow. And the difference, 75 grand. Yeah. Wow. I think you'd sleep that night, would you? The margin, 25 grand's not bad, but sleep. what could have been? Exactly. Weekend forecast time, Chris Nelson. So where are we going to start, tonight or tomorrow? Where do you want to start? Are we doing a, a That's Magic? No, I just we'll do that much next time week. I've got. No, That's fine. Don't. No yeah. problems at all. Doombin, uh, race three, number three, Roman Aureus. Uh, was a winner last start. I think can win again, Roman Aureus. He loves the wet ground. Uh, he goes to open company, but I don't think uh, tomorrow's race is any harder uh, than the race he took on last time, uh, beating Paladas, who also goes around tomorrow and looks a good chance. So race three, number three, Roman Aureus can win again. All the way to race number eight, horse number 11, Dream Reacher. Gillian Heinrich and Jaden Lloyd combine here. Dream Reacher, one run back from a break, was beaten 5.8 lengths behind Isotope on gold uh, on Magic Millions Day on the Gold Coast. Now, there's nothing wrong with that form, and nothing went right for Dream Reacher that day. This time around, drops back to a much easier race. He's got no weight after the claim, only 54.5, basically. He's drawn a good gate, and so far has raced well on soft ground. Hasn't seen anything worse, but uh, being by Schnitzel, he should get through the ground quite well. So race eight, number 11, is my best bet, and that is Dream Reacher. Bit of value. Go back to race five. Number two, We Bought a Zoo, formerly with uh, David Van Dyke, now trained by Glenn Richardson. Uh, resumed at Rockhampton. Beat Master Jamie, who we know well in uh, Brisbane. Beat him convincingly. Master Jamie then came out and beat his rivals convincingly at his next start. Now, We Bought a Zoo will race up on the speed. That's always uh, the place to be on a wet track at Doombin. And he handles the wet very well as we bought his zoo. And he's around the $8 mark. So something each way, race five, number two. Sunny coast? Sunny coast tonight. Look, it's going to be wet. It's a heavy nine. The first race is on the synthetic. The remaining five are on the, on the heavy grass track. Couple here, they are short. Uh, whether they start as short, who knows? It's not always the case. Race four, number six, shopping a spree for Tiff Brooker. And leading trainer up there, Stuart Kendrick. Uh, good thing beaten last time. Missed the start. Got too far back. Up to 1,600 metres this time around. Or suit just needs to jump. And race five, number three, the Eagle has landed for Sammy Collett. Eagle has landed. had two starts. Uh, second on debut. Should have probably won. And the last start ran on very well from the back of the field. 16 or 1,200 metres. Back in distance here in a wide draw. But that doesn't really put me off. I still think he'll run very well. The Eagle has landed. It's not a strong race. So race four, number six, shopping Esprit. And race five, number three, the Eagle has 
Landed. And just recap those for Doombin tomorrow. Doombin, race three, number three, Roman Aureus. Race five, number two, We Bought a Zoo on an each-way basis. And race eight, number 11, Dream Reacher, the best of the day on what will be an improving track. Yeah, it's a heavy nine at the moment, but uh, with no rain and, and hopefully the problem with the humidity that we've had, nothing dries. No, that's um, right. So... I reckon the best hope would be a soft seven. I'd maybe? say soft seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, we thought it'd dry out a lot more at the sunny coast last week, but it just didn't eventuate until late in the day. And look, we're probably the same case tomorrow. Yeah, and look, once they get into it, it might dry a little bit that's more. Right. You know, we're aerating it almost. In that at respect. least we know there won't be any rain during the meeting, and that's always uh, the killer at the moment. No, at the moment, true. things can things change. can change. Things yeah. can change. So yeah, tomorrow. Um, racing at Dooman, also at Aquas Park Gold Coast, and we've got Toowoomba racing tomorrow, and tonight the Sunny Coast for the for the uh, thoroughbreds, and we've got to racing um, at Albion Park for the harness racing tonight, and maybe you can get, get to, to work at Albion Park, doesn't it? It does. You might be able to get to Cabalabar on Sunday. Who knows? No, I'm going to the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. The races? Yes. Oh, yeah. you've been asked back. I thought you were banned. <laughs> no, been you've been asked back. Never oh, okay. been banned. Well, there you go. From anywhere, Mark. There you go. Or no, allowed back. Right, mate, have a good week. You too. And we'll talk to you during the week with Pat and Heels, but we'll also see you next Friday morning for the punters, mate. That's all we have time for. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. We'll catch you next Friday.